mindset. It's how we see life, people, events, and in some cases, it can even dictate how people see you. The High Frequency Mindset Podcast will help you raise your consciousness and see things in a new light and create new pathways to living better. Host Sally Wagner is a coach and entrepreneur, and she has some answers for you, as well as some soul-searching questions for her guests that will definitely raise your vibe. Here's Sally. Hi, everybody. It's Sally Wagner. Welcome to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. I'm very pleased to welcome our guest today, Omar Medrano. Omar, welcome. Why, thank you for having me. The opportunity, the pleasure, I'm just in complete gratitude. Thank you for the invite. Well, likewise, I'm so happy you're here, and I can't wait for everyone to hear what you're going to share with us today. So I'll introduce you, and we'll get going. Omar Medrano is a highly successful entrepreneur and business coach for people who are ready to crush the fear that's keeping them from their potential. Medrano became a serial franchise owner over the past two decades, and after putting in the time, he's become what his fans call the vacation CEO. I love that. Known as the expert in outsourcing and taking your time back, Medrano has become an example and mentor to many. Medrano wants to help you shake up your approach to launching your next business, keeping your happiness and life in mind, as well as your bottom line, which he enjoys doing through books like this online coaching and speaking regularly. And when he's not teaching business owners how to find clarity, conviction, and faith in themselves, you can find him playing the stock market. That's interesting these days, working out and indulging in the occasional smoothie while parenting his incredible daughters. Now that Medrano is in your life, get ready to find the courage, take the leap and create your own fantasy life. Inspiration to actually do the work, not included. Although I'm sure he can help you with that, too. So again, Omar, welcome. Why, thank you. you. You can be my PR. You can be my publicist. That was a, a, a very great. I, I, I'm all smiles. Thank you. Thank you okay, absolutely. So uh, in the part that I didn't read, the thing that really caught my eye is a statistic that 90% of businesses fail before they even get started. Mm-hmm. What is your insight into that? The reason why small businesses fail is the same reason why people fail in general. A lot of times they have this fear that one of success, fear of failure, but ultimately it's something that we all have inside us, this fear of being unworthy, that we actually feel that we are unworthy. And that that's from childhood. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that that's something easily to overcome. But until we actually accept the fact that we are worthy, that we are made in God's image, that we are here to thrive, you'll always have those self-limiting beliefs or you'll always fail before you even start because hey, success isn't for me. Success is for uh, those other people, yeah. those lucky people. I was born unlucky. They don't have all the obstacles. They don't have everything, you know, just that little story that's in their head. Yes, absolutely. I I think you hit on it exactly. Uh, And, you know, you're a business coach. I coach a lot of business owners. And 
it, we see this on a regular basis where people are doing, you know, on the surface, it looks like they're doing very similar activities. And yet one of them is succeeding and the other one, not so much. And I think it goes back to that limiting belief, as you say, about I'm not worthy. And so somehow, some way, there's going to be some self-sabotage. Well, not only self-sabotage, but a lot of people just have conflicting emotions. They're, yeah. They want to live in abundance, but they're practicing scarcity. Yes. They have this feeling that wealth is only this finite pile here. And once you grab that, once you grab success, once you grab wealth, then, oh, my gosh, you're hurting other people. You're taking away from the pile. Yeah. And this is just hearing from the masses, hearing from others saying, oh, what did you do? Who did you hurt in order to get this? And no, Howard Schultz did not hurt anybody creating Starbucks. Those billions he earned, he created that demand out of thin air. That we didn't have that demand growing up for a six dollar cup of coffee before it was hey seventy five cents yeah free refills stuff like that he created the demand you can create create a demand as well yeah absolutely when you have that vision uh, and you're focused on it you can do it and it's it's a matter of I think believing that you're worthy of that success and that vision in life. Oh, yeah, com completely. And then a lot of times, too, people are, are in scarcity. And the reason why they don't blow up in a business is because they major on the minor. They're like, well, maybe if I cut back on payroll and I work the $9 hour job, the $10 hour job, maybe mm -hmm. if I mow my own lawn, maybe if I wash my own car, you're, you're telling me that your efforts aren't worth more than the $20 to outsource? Because to me, I could spend that hour marketing. I could spend that hour creating another book, another chapter, doing something better. But once you get out of that scarcity mindset, you can't save your way to zero. We, I live in South Florida. I can't, hey, no AC in summer, just think of all the all the money that I can save. It's complete 100% scarcity. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it shows up in so many areas of life, you know, and as you become aware of it, uh, you you see it and it's, it's just glaring, right? And not that, you know, the, the alternative is being wasteful with resources. That's not it at all, right? But it's just that mindset of abundance rather than scarcity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we all, all these fears, every fear you ever had was created. Our personalities were created when we were young. Mm -hmm. I was an introvert. Not we. I wasn't born an introvert or an extrovert. I was a product of my circumstances. I was an only child. My mom and dad divorced before I was even born. I, Dade County Public School System thought I couldn't speak English. I was that shy. ESOL, they put me in ESOL for the first few years. English as speakers of another language. Either they did an impressive job or I could always speak English. And it's just that. Every fear... Hey, don't talk to strangers. Don't touch this. Don't do that. That was all created by 
our family, our friends, society to protect us. Could you imagine learning how to walk? You're like, hey, you know what? You can't (laughs) do it. After the hundredth time, just sit there. We'll get you a wheelchair. Clearly walking isn't for you. Because as a mindset, that toddler, you just want to run. You just want to go. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. For for them, they don't have that fear that they are and and they don't have that sense of failure. That you know, I pardon me, I, I recall a couple of years ago, my uh, now three-year-old, almost four-year-old granddaughter, so longer than that, when she was learning to walk. And uh, I was uh, visiting them up in the Kansas City area and holding on to her as she was walking on this muddy ground, you know, and every couple of steps she would plop down and then she would just hop right back up and keep going and laugh. And, you know, there was no sense of discouragement or anything. It was everything was part of the learning process. And, you know, I can guarantee if I had fallen on that muddy ground, I would not have hopped up laughing, (laughs) but it, we, we still have that capacity within us if we just unlock it and find it again. Well, speaking of falling, when a toddler falls, he or she will get bounce back up, laugh. Yeah. While I'm going and running while we the first instinct, if we literally fall, we look around because, oh, my gosh, we are so embarrassed. Who just saw me fall? And yeah. it's so different figuratively and literally figuratively oh right. my gosh if i fail who's going to see me i am going to be so embarrassed everybody's going to know that i failed that i struck out at business that right. i struck out in a relationship that i cannot sell i cannot do this no it you can't have that mindset you have to be like that toddler you have to get right back up all giggles all laughing, throw the mud around and hit go. Keep on going. Don't yeah. stop. Absolutely. We have to reframe that sense of failure as an outcome. It's not an outcome. It's it's another tool that we can use to manage and learn and grow and, and move on with life. Oh, yeah. And, and, and there's no such thing as failure. Yeah. Failure it only happens when you stop or you keep on repeating yourself over and over. You keep right. on doing the same destructive patterns. You keep on going into the same relationships with the same people that are emotionally available. Yeah. Either it's an amazing experience or it's a learning experience. A bad experience is only when you're like, oh, well, I, I'll keep on touching the hot stove. And, be, and hey, by the way, if you want to keep on touching the hot stove, either you're going to burn your hand off or you're going to finally learn the lesson. But yeah, there, there's, there's no failure. Yeah. In fact, I've out of my life, I've, I've had plenty of learning experiences. Some are, are very costly. Some cost money, some cost time, some cost both. But you know what? At the end of the day, it creates who you and I are at this particular moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's interesting how you described it in terms of cost, you know, cause cost isn't always about money and, and yet it, they're all valuable. Right. And so it's a question of how are we spending our lives and what are we spending our lives on to learn and grow? Oh, well, I mean, you're either growing or you're dying. 
There's no in between. And that's what people don't understand. People get out of college or because, you know, it's around that time getting out of college or getting out of high school and like, woohoo, there's no more learning for me. And that's absolutely false. I mean, I fell into that mindset. I felt that the only reading I needed to do was (laughs) fiction. And, you know, that's that's hey, you can do that for a little while, but that's not that's not going to serve you. That's not going to help you grow as a person. So I've, I've, I've actually learned more in my life after getting my master's degree through the Audible, through the Borders, yeah. through the Walden Books, through the Barnes & Noble, through the Amazon. Don't, don't stop learning. Don't stop growing. Absolutely. So as you're working with business owners and, and you see them in these uh, cycles, uh-huh. How would you help them break the cycle so that they can move forward? Well, when it comes to clients, the first thing is I don't look at them as a checking account. A lot of times in this industry, it's what can you do for me? Yeah. How can you serve me? Everybody wants to say, hey, I'm a Christian. You don't have to say it. Just actions speak louder than words. Be more Christ-like in your actions. The first thing I do is I want to see if you and I are a fit. Come speak to me. Let's see if you have clarity. Clarity is power. If you don't have clarity, you don't have intentions. You don't have intentions. You don't have any goals. You don't have any goals. You're lost. You don't know what you want. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what vehicle you want to be in. So at the end of the day, don't, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. And I certainly don't want to steal money from you if you don't know what your true goals are. Exactly. And I, I think that is so important because, you know, we, we want business. Clearly, we're in business. <laughs> uh, we don't necessarily want all business. And I think when we, you know, push forward and, you know, we know, uh, whether it's a good fit or not, it, we do a disservice to everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, though, we lower our standards. We lower our target because at the end of the day, you think there's scarcity. You chase. You chase the sale. You discount the sale. You discount your product. When you discount yourself, when you discount your services, you're not actually helping out the client. You're not actually helping them. You just changed your goals. You just changed your standards. You lowered your standards. You lowered your targets. Mm-hmm. You discounted yourself. Yeah. And that is something that will hit your soul because you don't believe in yourself. And yeah. if you don't believe in your product, you don't believe in yourself. You're certainly your client, your your prospect's not going to believe in you. Certainly, it's not going to buy from you. Might as well just give it for free and just be a non, not-for-profit. Right, exactly. And, you know, I, I think we also discount the, the client. You know, we're, we're saying, well, you know, you're probably not important enough to get my best, so I'm going to offer you this, you know, uh, just for the sake of having a sale. And that's, that's just not good on any side of the transaction. Well, the, the first thing I want to know is, are you Bed Bath & Beyond? Are, are you here just to, 
say, here's my $20 or 20% coupon. Bed, bath and beyond. What type of business is that? Yeah. They discount themselves. I've never seen anybody walk in there and pay full price. Like, hey, we'll accept expired coupons. I don't care if it's five, six years. Yeah. Are you going to be the Bed Bath and Beyond? Or are you going to be the Harley Davidson? Are you going to be the Tiffany's? Are you going to be the Starbucks? Are you going to be that exceptional service, exceptional company that doesn't say, hey, Friday's I'm giving this for free, or this is Thursday or wacky Wednesday. No, the only wackiness is when you keep on discounting yourself. Don't lower the target. Don't lower your standards. Set a new standard, set a new level, and never discount yourself. Never discount your products. It never ends. Great. Absolutely. So we started out talking about how a lot of people have a sense of unworthiness. Uh, And that's where a lot of these other things come from, the fear, perhaps the scarcity, all of those things. So how would you guide someone to overcome that sense of not being worthy? The reason why people feel that they're unworthy is because they're living in their past trauma. They're living in, for me, his story or her story. My mom and dad divorced over 48 years ago. I am worthy. What am I going to do? Relive my past? That, that's a continuous thing. You, you can't break that cycle. The past, we, you and I don't have a time machine. We don't know Doc Brown. We don't know Marty McFly. We can't go there. All you can do is forgive. Forgive yourself for living in the past. Forgive that person or those people that hurt you. Move on. Hey, let's use that story to inspire, to motivate to grow, but we can't change the past. It created who we are and that's what we're doing right now. But let's move on forward. The only thing we have is right here, right now, the today. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit it again, exactly. Because we're, people in that situation are living backwards, so to say, you know, they're living in the past. They're not uh, looking forward to what's coming next. They're just living with all of those, if only, you know, all of that regret. And that, that just deepens that sense oh. of unworthiness. Unworthiness and regret. Regret is like a cancer that keeps on growing. Any, any negative emotion, but regret, what happens is people get their Louis Vuitton or their Gucci backpack and they keep on putting in more and more and more regret and they feel so blessed to hold all this regret all this anger all this resentment inside like this is their cross to bear you don't have to bear any cross why are you going to carry around all that negative baggage just let it go yeah regret hey sorry it didn't happen but move on. We can't fix the past. There's no future. We don't know what the future holds. I don't know if St. Peter's going to give me tomorrow. All I can worry about is today and what I can do to make a better today. Yeah. As you were saying that, I'm reminded of a a passage from the Psalms. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
And then it continues, obviously. And I think a key word there is walk. You know, we may go through the valley sometimes, but we're going to walk. We're going to keep moving. We're not going to stay there in the valley. And I think when people are living in regret and all of those things you just described, they've kind of pitched their tent in the valley and they're just camping out there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But the reason why people are in the valley is because they continue to stay in the valley. God in the universe only puts you in the valley temporary. The valley is there to remind you that it's a process. It requires work. Everything that you want, success to lose weight, any amazing goal, you have to put in the time. You have to put in the effort. Yes, that valley is only temporary Mm -hmm. because if you were given everything, you were given the world you wouldn't appreciate it. But when somebody says they're still in the valley, why are you in the valley? Yeah. Get up. It's only a temporary thing. Right. All you have to do is decide, hey, I'm happy. I'm worthy. I am successful. I am power. I am a loving man. I am. Use affirmations and say, I'm out of this mess. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that uh, is very consistent with another key word in that uh, passage about the shadow. Um, you know, shadow is not real. And many of our fears, uh, as you've described them, those are not real fears. They're imaginary fears. You oh, know? yes, yes, yes. Fear, fear is always creating. One of my biggest fears growing up as a teenager was this fear of rejection, this fear of the word no. Oh, my gosh. The Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Miami Herald, everybody would find out I got rejected if I asked out a woman, well, at the time, a girl out on a date. You know what? At the end of the day, it's the simplest of words. It's only two letters, one syllable. And no is not a reflection on me as a man or as a person or at the time, a boy. No would have meant, hey, I don't know. Maybe she had other plans. Maybe she didn't want to go out at this particular time. That didn't mean I wasn't worthy of the rejection. Maybe God, the universe had better plans and bigger fish to fry and way better company that would actually say yes. That's how you have to look at rejection. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And, you know, I'm not discounting. There are some real fears in the world, right? Oh, yes, yes. Most... Uh, we're, Most, we're talking about yeah. like fear of rejection, fear yeah. of looking good. It, it, yeah. it's, it's not like at the end of the, the day, you know, if, if you fall, oh my gosh, I, I, yeah. I'm the only person to ever fall, ever yeah. fail. They, no, we're, we're, we're not talking about, you know, fear yeah. out there that can actually bodily, give us bodily harm, yeah. give us death. I'm not saying go cliff diving if, if you're no, right. of heights yeah. or hey, if you're fearful of reptiles, go pet the python. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. The most of our fears are manufactured in our mm-hmm. heads. You know, they're, they're not really external. They're just things that we've created inside ourselves. Exactly. And, you know, rejection. We're, we're both coaches. If somebody doesn't want you, so what? You know what? There's, we're, we're, there's 
I, I'm bad at math. I'm an arts and science guy. I have two degrees <laughs> in journalism. I don't know, eight, nine, 10 billion people. There's plenty of people out there. Yeah. That's, that's why I like the person that, hey, yes, get upset. Be sad for a day. You, 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 you got dumped. You got rejected. But you don't need to live in there. Keep right. on going. This, this valley is only temporary. What happens is you make it into the Grand Canyon yeah. of, of, of valleys instead of just like, you know, just snapping out of it like that. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and and yet society culture our families they don't teach us all that right um, oh, well, well it, we can't blame them they weren't given the tools no i no not at all no judgment it's just that oh, no, you know, we, exactly yeah if if we want to learn this then we need to actively seek it out yes it, you have to stop it's a generational thing that you have to stop my my mom yeah you know i people or upset and oh my gosh let me give you a cyber hug because she doesn't listen to my podcast well there's nine billion other people that don't she's never read my book has zero intentions doesn't believe in personal development business development calls anthony robbins anthony roberts so you know (laughs) if she doesn't know who anthony robbins is she's not going to see omar madrano as a business coach as a personal development coach as, as an author she was only given those tools she had me at, at, at 20. So she had limited tools. So I can't say, well, let me pass these on to my, my two daughters. That's, that's when I, my ex-wife and I, because she had a similar upbringing, you know, we decide. You decide what you want. You commit to what you want. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. It's the person that says, well, I'm, I'm a lousy husband or I'm, I'm a lousy lousy dad well okay well your your children are still alive there's you know change like that you're a lousy husband because why you you watch three football games all sunday you do the same on saturday you never never give time nor wow think about it all you have to do is decide commit take action and don't do it once in a blue moon don't do it for mother's day or for her birthday do it on a consistent basis and you won't have a lousy marriage. Common sense. Yeah. So many concepts there and and two that really jump out at me. You said decide, you know, so many of us want things in life and yet so many of us don't really decide for those things. And once you decide you're going to succeed. And, and then, as you said, it needs to be done consistently. So those daily activities that are moving you in the right direction. But you said it best. Once you decide you succeed, but you have to have clarity. Yeah. You have to have your intentions. Yes. You can be the amazing husband. You can be the amazing wife, son, daughter, father, mother, all you have to do, it, a decision is like that. You have the clarity. Finally, congratulations. Hallelujah. Now it just requires work. That's what people don't understand. You know, they, they thought the secret, the power of intentions, the power of intentions works. But the key word is you have to put in the work. Yeah. If I want a Lamborghini, I have to put in the work. Yeah. And then, when you decide something, you commit to something, you have to sacrifice right. in order to get something amazing. In order to get from point A to point B, 
What are you willing to sacrifice? Time, money, et cetera. The choice is yours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, you're hitting on so many important points. You know, a lot of people, you, you mentioned the secret and we see that and we think, oh, think the right thoughts and say affirmations and suddenly things will manifest. Not so much, right? Because it is work. We, we can have those fabulous affirmations and all the right thinking. And yet we got to take action. We can't just wait for things to pop out of the sky. Well, yeah, I mean, your intentions are great. You, you and I, we both want to have podcast guests. We want to have amazing guests, but you have to do the work. Yeah. You have to put it out there. You have to be willing to get the rejection, to get ghosted. Oh, no, I can't make it. The last second cancellations. You have to ask. You and I, we can't just sit here and go, oh, well, we're amazing people. We're great people. I got my poster board. I got on it. There's a microphone and I've got Ed Milet and Anthony Robbins and Gary Vee and all these superstars because they want to speak to me because I'm a great guy. You're a great guy. And we all had the power of intentions. It's there. It's, it's on my, it's on my poster board. It will happen. No, it will happen because you want that to happen. If you're willing to put in the time, the effort, the energy, and you're willing to go through some pain. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that makes perfect sense. And I think that's where a lot of people have the disconnect. You know, they're like, oh, I, I, I'm thinking all the right things. <laughs> I have all the fabulous well, they, they quit, things. But, but, but it's like God in the universe is like, okay, we, you have free will. You have a sound mind. You have health. You have a sound body. Okay, you know what you want. What are you going to do to get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, None of us are Ted Bundy. Well, the majority of us aren't. Or, you know, if life happened based on how nice you were or you're an amazing person, or Fiji would have billionaires. They're the happiest people and they're the nicest people, but yet they're the poorest people. It doesn't work that way. That That's the number one discouragement was people don't understand clarity. Yes, you know what you want. But anything, it requires work. I can say I, I want to have six-pack abs and I can, ha- I can have a laundry list of things that I want. But if I'm going to be sitting here in my living room or, and, and just think happy thoughts and meditate, well, I, I can zen, zen out all day, but it's not going to get me any closer to my goals. Exactly. Exactly. So I have two more questions for you. And, and this first one, the setup is going to fit exactly what you were just saying. So in my coaching, I use, uh, in many cases, I use an acronym, MSG. And that stands for mindset, skill set, get off your asset. Mm-hmm. So it, going back to what you were saying, you know, you can zen out, uh, not going to do anything unless you actually take action and do some crunches to get those abs. So as you look at your journey and your career, what overarching principle would you identify that contributes to your success? Contributes to my success. It's always the mind, body, spirit. But I would have to say my spirit. 
nobody believed in me. My mom never congratulated me for graduating high school, college, my master's degree. My junior high principal told me it'd be a cold day in hell the day I graduated college. And it, it snowed in Louisiana. I went to school at LSU. So he was, <laughs> he was correct on that. I'm stubborn. Don't ask me or don't, don't say you cannot. Because to me, that's rocket fuel. Some people will go home discouraged. I've had people say, why are you going to write a book? Some of these people I grew up with. Who am I? Who am I? I'm Omar Madrano, and I'm here to prove to you that, yes, I can speak. I can speak on stages. I can write coherently. And I have a great, compelling story that people want to hear. Yeah, that's fabulous. Uh, Because so many people hear those words, you can't, and then they stop. And that's everything that you've been talking about, how, you know, we don't take those for an answer. We keep going. We have that clarity and everybody has heard no in their life yeah people don't understand walt disney filed for bankruptcy multiple times that's a no that's a failure everybody laughed when he said he wanted to open up a park in the middle of nowhere in socal yeah anaheim was a desert everybody laughed his friends laughed yeah they laughed about orlando you're gonna fail Howard Schultz, we spoke about him earlier. He got a million rejections. His own partners left because they just wanted to grind coffee beans. He had no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We've all failed. Albert Einstein failed over 100 times. Thank God he kept on. Thank God he was stubborn. Because if not, we'd, we'd, we'd still be, we'd be doing this interview a guess and a candlelight, you know, and doing <laughs> I don't know, but right. don't, don't fear that. Just keep on going. Be stubborn. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just decide and do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just like what uh, Phil Knight says. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Last question. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, they can email me, telegram me, fax me. I'm just joking. <laughs> I am completely 100% public. I've got a Facebook account, Omar Madrano. You can also join my group. It's free marketing, free, free advice. I never pitch uh, videos on how to sell yourself, the woo-woo personal development, mind, body, spirit, all the above. What if it did work? Join it. It's the name of my book too. What if it did work? It's on Amazon, uh, self-published. Uh, let's see. Omar Madrano Instagram, uh, I'm public, free videos, and LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. My website, Omar Madrano. But I am like the St. Jude of personal development, business development. I will always answer you. Just don't send me a message selling me crypto, Forex, or the cure for cancer, or that I look like crap, like all these bodybuilders. Hey, do you, do you want? No, I, I, I don't. I'm almost 50. But if you have a, a question, I will answer you. And, you know, I, I love being on. Uh, we have the same agency. Uh, tell them that you want to be on my podcast and they'll put you on because we're like-minded souls that want to help people. Yeah. You know, there's, we don't see people as prophets like P-R-O-F-I-T. You yeah. and I are here to serve people. 
because we want to see people thriving and succeeding. Absolutely. So everybody, if you didn't have a chance to write that down, make sure you check the show notes because it will all be there. Uh, Omar's bio will be there, links, uh, information about how to get his book. Uh, I love that. What if it did work? Um, and everybody, please reach out. I know you're going to love all the fabulous information that he is sharing with you. Omar, thank you again so much for being here today. Thank you, Sally. The pleasure is all mine. The reason why we're speaking right here, right now, there's no randomness. There's no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And thank you. God bless. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Make sure you tune in next time for High Frequency Mindset Podcast. Podcast.